0: Welcome to Millionaire Moms, a space where it is okay to want more for our lives, more joy, more impact and influence, more financial and time freedom, and more time for ourselves and the ones we love the most. My name is Dr. J. Welcome, Warriors. Last week, we talked about the warrior mind, body, spirit, and presence. It's that spirit and belief system that allows us to achieve beyond what we can currently imagine, to pivot with purpose, and to create a new reality for our lives. As Warriors, we have the bravery to face the world with our shining through, have the integrity to stand up for what we believe in, and possess the inner power to be able to take risks, to fail and try again, and most of all, the power to succeed because sometimes, if you're like me, the thought of success is even scarier than failure. 100% of my high-performance coaching clients tell me that their family and relationships matter most. Yet, when you look at their calendars, their lives and their days don't reflect that. I used to be the same. I remember the day that I decided that was going to change. I was founding downtown Denver's first elementary school. I worked 364 days that year, taking only Christmas Day off. Most of my days went a little something like this. Wake up at 5 a.m., get ready as fast as you can, rush through as many to-do list items as possible before waking my daughter Gigi up. Then I'd put on my happy mama bear face and try with all I could muster to cheerfully get her ready for school. Most of the days, I failed at the cheerful part as I was running myself ragged. Yet the worst part, I was pretending everything was fine. I operated as if this is simply what it took to succeed. I didn't think about it. I would drop her off at school and hustle and grind through the day, pick her up, and then the chores began. Unpack lunches, prepare dinner, bath time, story time, bedtime, pick out the clothes for the next day, and then get back to work. I was also working on my doctorate at the same time, so work was a never-ending process that went on until I could no longer keep my eyes open, which was usually around 2 a.m. Lesson learned. If you only sleep from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. 364 days a year, you'll end up in the hospital. Life brings us these beautiful wake-up calls, or what I like to call pivot points. It was time for me to pivot. In this moment, I realized that the ones I loved the most weren't getting the best of me. They were getting the rest of me, and I wanted to change that. As an educator, I spent the early years of my career specializing in neuroscience and behavioral psychology. I also loved Nell Noddings' care theory. I think the blend of brilliance and genuine care and compassion is an unmatched combination of skills that will make you a category of one in whatever field or industry you're in. And the beauty is those skills can be learned and developed. I knew that something had to change, yet I wasn't sure what I should do that could help change these behavioral patterns that had become our way of life. The days became weeks, weeks became months, and then one day it became clear to me that today was the day to change. On this particular day, I picked Gigi up from school and I had to take one more call with a board member on the drive home. I bribed Gigi to play the quiet game in the car and promised her Skittles as her reward. It worked! I put the phone on mute as we approached our home and hurried her inside to give her a few Skittles in a bowl while I wrapped up the call. After I hung up, I promised myself I would never, ever do that again. What kind of mom gives her child Skittles at dinnertime? I felt all the mom guilt and I thought about how could I create a ritual to make sure that the one I love the most gets the best of me and not the rest of me at the end of the day. I put on my educator thinking cap and created a series of questions that I knew would allow me to connect more deeply to her. I started to call this protocol our heart talk. A lot of people admire the relationship I have with my daughter. So I invited her to join me for this episode so you can get a front row seat to hear how these weekly heart talks go. The first step is the work that you do as the caregiver. And that is to identify the three words that describe who you want to be in the moments you spend with your children. For me, I knew present was one of those words because I was really good at being distracted. Even though I was physically present, my mind was often wheeling through lots of to-do lists and agenda items. And so being present fully, no cell phones, no distractions, no email, was most important to me. The next thing was caring. If I think about how I want my daughter to feel, I want her to know that I care about her more than anything else in the world and compassionate. Compassion is empathy, which means I understand and can relate, plus action. So I also know that often our children withhold information from us and I wanted her to know that When she shares things with me, I will be her biggest advocate and champion in life. So my three words are present, caring, and compassionate. I challenge and encourage you to find the three words who you wanna be as a parent. And then as you listen to this heart talk, I want you to write these questions down and think about how can you do this with your children? Okay, so with that, welcome Gigi. As you could tell, she's a little nervous, and I can't even tell you how many giggles we've had preparing to get to this moment. So first question, the first three questions are going to be related to life logistics. This is called part one of the Heart Talk. You obviously don't tell your child it's part one, but for you as a scholarly, brilliant woman taking notes, part one has three questions and is focused on life logistics, Part two is a series of five questions that are focused on building a sacred bond with your child. So I'm gonna kick us off with the first question. And again, if you're with your kids, you would just simply open up with this question. What are some of the most important things happening in our family this week? Gigi, what's the most important things happening for you this week? Um, For me, we have a horse show this weekend, so that's pretty important. And what other things do you have to do that are related to that? Um, prepare for it and train my horse. And how about packing up the trailer? That too. That too, (laughs) that's a big part. For me, it's removing five dead trees, photographing and posting the Airbnb that we've been working so hard on, repairing the AC duct, landscaping plans and preparing for the Warrior Women's Society. The next question in Life Logistics, I apologize, there's actually only two in here, is what would you like to do during our free time this week? Um, probably watch a show. What kinds of shows would you like to watch together? Um, a comedy show. A comedy show. Is there any special snack or treat you'd like to have while we're watching a comedy show? Uh, I don't have any in mind. None in mind? Are you kidding me? She must. This cancer diet of mine has really got to her. We used to have so much fun on nights when we would watch a show. We would go buy all kinds of junk food, and now we don't eat any of those poisons, huh? Mm -mm. But if you had to pick one thing that I could put in a bowl or on a plate that we could snack or nibble on while we watch a show, what would it be? Um, Chips and salsa, I guess. Okay. I love chips and salsa. Okay, on a scale from 1 to 10, how much joy and and happiness did we experience this week? 9.5 cuz the week isn't over yet. Ooh, dang, girl, 9.5. That's called winning. See, for those of you who are like me and experience a lot of mom guilt, you might be a little surprised at how wonderful your kids rate their experiences with you. And sometimes It's a wake-up call to say, ooh, I need to change my behavior. Next question. Did I tell you I love you and I'm proud of you every day this week? Yes. Do you know that I love you so much? Yes. Did we experience enough quality time together this week? Yes. And do you feel loved? What did I do that made you feel loved and supported? Um, Yes, and you helped me with horse videos and stuff. Oh, like yesterday when we were out in the arena and you said, come stand right here. I want to get this angle. Yeah, That's awesome. I had so much fun watching you. What is one thing I can do this week to show you love and support? Um, Helping at the horse show. And not freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes have a tendency to freak out. The horse show does not bring out the very best of me. First of all, it's like a 12 hour day. It starts at 4 or 5 a.m. I'm not a morning person. I'm becoming one, but that's an early start. And it really, whew, the thought of using a porta potty for an entire day is just difficult, period. So, Let's talk about a few tips for doing this with loved ones. So you can take these questions. I'm gonna repeat the questions and you can modify them as you see fit. So first, what is the most important thing? What are the most important things happening for our family members this week? Often as parents, we don't bring our kids into the agenda of priorities and they can behave better and offer more support to the family When you share with them what is happening so that they can mentally rehearse, think about the power of visualization, they need the opportunity to do that too, not just simply tagging along, having no clue what's happening. And then what would you like to do together during our free time this week so that they have some say and buy-in into what's happening in their lives. That's how we raise empowered children. So that's part one of the talk. Part two is where we really get into the sacred bond. Scale of one to 10. How much joy and happiness did we experience this week? Having them quantify something gives them an easy way to start opening their heart. Did I tell you I love you and I'm proud of you every day? That's just a simple reminder for us as parents that that should be something we're doing daily, especially for those of us who are busy and managing so many priorities. There have been days where that wasn't my priority and I had to make that my priority. Did we experience enough quality time together this week? You'll notice some of these are yes, no questions. Usually when I work with children, I do wanna use more open-ended questions. However, we wanna give the child some simple answers, some quick wins to build momentum for the biggest two questions which come at the end. Do you feel loved? And what did I do that made you feel loved and supported this week? And that is where you really hear what they need from you. Sometimes there's a miscommunication between what we think they need and what they actually need. And then the last question is, what is one thing I can do this week to show you love and support? That's where you hear about what's most important to them. Other things to think about as you get ready to try this is find a time when you can give your child your undivided focus and attention and put it on your calendar weekly. This is something that's a non-negotiable, right? If you believe that your family is the most important thing in your life, which I know if you're still listening, that's you, I celebrate you, I see you, then it has to be on your calendar and it is not something that gets skipped. You wouldn't miss the most important board presentation. You certainly should not be willing to miss a heart talk with your child. The other thing is routines and rituals are very important to the child and also to ourselves as adults in human development, they signal psychological safety to the brain. Creating a predictable pattern tells the amygdala it's safe. This allows our children to speak not only what's on their minds but what's buried in their hearts beneath the surface. This became really critical um, when my daughter was going through some hard times with being at my ex's and I was able to sit knee to knee holding her hands and listening to the depths of her heart. That wouldn't have happened if it wasn't in a psychologically safe place, a simple predictable routine using a structure that she was familiar with. When you use the same structure again and again and again, it tells the brain, I'm safe here. I can communicate here. I belong here. I can be seen here. I'm checking my notes to make sure I covered everything. Yes, the last point is, the reason that it is important to have it on your calendar and have that be at the same time weekly is because our kids are truly brilliant and they know when we're busy. So they withhold information so that they don't add more stress or one more action item to our to-do list. Kids are genuinely loving and compassionate. And so it's very important that They know this is the highlight and best part of your week. With that, Brilliant Beauties, it is time for you to go and have your heart talk with the ones you love the most. You can do this with your partner, with a lover, with a family member that you want to form a deeper connection with. I know a lot of my clients are supporting dual roles in caregiving for not only their children, but their parents in their their latter years of life. This is awesome to do with parents in that situation. And so I invite you to go out and speak your heart to your children and most importantly to hear theirs. Are you ready to claim more in your life and do it while your children are watching you role model what's positive for their lives? Keep on top of what we're doing at www.drj.com. That's d-r-j-e-a.com.